Welcome to The Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about how God keeps His promises called Blessings in the Night from Genesis chapters 28 and 32. In that story, we learned the big truth that God reminds Jacob that he will keep his promise and that he will be with him. This week's story is called Joseph's Mean Brothers and What God Meant to Do, and it comes from Genesis chapters 37 and 50. Now, remember the family tree in Genesis that began with Adam and Eve? It became a very messy family tree, right? Well, here are just a few examples. Before Abraham and Sarah gave birth to Isaac, the son God had promised, Abraham had doubted God's promise and taken matters into his own hands. As a result, he had a son from a woman who wasn't his wife, Sarah. Wait, you didn't tell us about that. Well, Sarah was worried about how God would fulfill the promise of a son, so she gave her maid to Abraham as another wife. And a son was born, but he wasn't the one who would fulfill that promise of a son. What a mess. Yeah. And as if that wasn't messy enough, Isaac's son Jacob stole the birthright and blessing from older brother Esau. But things got even messier. Jacob married Rachel, who he loved very much. But he also married her sister Leah because he was tricked by her father. He married her sister Ew. What? That's gross. Yeah. And the mess continues. So God blessed Leah with many children, but Rachel was sad because she didn't have any. So Rachel gave her maid as a wife to Jacob so she could have children on Rachel's behalf. And it worked. But that made Leah jealous, so she gave her maid to Jacob. So, like Abraham and Sarah, they had taken matters into their own hands. Jacob had ten boys and a girl with Leah and the two maids, but still no child for Rachel. And finally, she got pregnant, twice. She had two boys, Joseph and Benjamin. Rachel and Jacob were so happy when Joseph was born. But Jacob was sad when Benjamin was born, because Rachel died after giving birth to him. It just gets messier and messier. Why are we talking about the messy family tree? Because God is able to work through our mess to bring about good. And our story today is one of the messiest, but the best stories in all the Bible. Will God bring about good from this mess? Chapter 12 Joseph's mean brothers and what God meant to do. Genesis 37 and 50. We've heard a lot about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but did you know that the longest story in Genesis, and one of the longest stories in the Bible, is actually about Jacob's son, Joseph. When Joseph was a teenager, Jacob made him a special robe. It wasn't a choir robe, there weren't many choirs yet, and it wasn't a bathrobe. They didn't take many baths either. It was a robe of many colors. Jacob gave it to Joseph because Joseph was his most favorite son. 
which quickly made Joseph the least favorite brother. And to make matters worse, Joseph had a dream that one day his mom and dad and brothers would all bow down to him. Some dream, the brothers thought, more like a nightmare. So they ripped apart the fancy robe, threw Joseph in a pit, and sold him into slavery. Later, when Jacob asked his sons where Joseph was, the big brothers showed their father the robe and told a lie about Joseph being devoured by a wild animal. Everything in Joseph's life was about to get worse. But then, better. Then worse. Then better. Then worse. Over and over. Until everything finally got better at the end. First, Joseph served as a slave for an important Egyptian official named Potiphar. That's worse. But Joseph was so good at what he did, and the Lord was blessing him so much, that Potiphar put Joseph in charge of his entire house. That's better. But then Potiphar's wife tried to kiss Joseph. And because he knew better than to kiss another man's wife, she lied about the whole thing and got Joseph thrown in prison. That's worse. But God was with Joseph and gave him the ability to interpret dreams for two other prisoners. One of the men promised to remember Joseph when he was back serving Pharaoh. Better. But the man forgot Joseph. Worse. But later he remembered. Better. By the time he was 30 years old, Joseph was working for Pharaoh himself and on his way to being the second most powerful person in Egypt. Much better. Years later, Joseph's brothers came to Egypt, desperately looking for food. And Joseph was the only person who had any food to give. Sure enough, Joseph's family was bowing down before him. Except they didn't know it was him. Not right away. And once they found out it was Joseph, their long-lost brother, the I-thought-you-were-dead son, they were afraid. Surely he would not be nice to them after they'd been so mean. But that's not how Joseph saw things. You meant evil against me, he said. But God meant it for good. That's how God works. Not just for Joseph, for all his people. No matter how many pits or prisons we end up in, God is up to something better, much better. Remember how we said at the beginning of the lesson that this would be a messy story? <laughs> it sure was. But even through our messes, God works for his good. He intends for our mess to bring about his promised rescue plan. But Joseph's story isn't the messiest in the Bible. Things get even messier? Oh, yeah, they do. Hundreds of years after Joseph, the religious and political leaders would reject God's son, whom God had sent into the world to save us. They beat him and mocked him, and they hung him on a cross to die. That's horrible. I thought he was a snake crusher. Is the snake going to win? 
Well, it sure looked like the snake was going to win. But Jesus rose from the dead. He conquered sin and he crushed the snake. His purpose was for this mess to bring about salvation. What a great story and what a great salvation. And that brings us to today's big truth. God works all things according to his perfect plan. I'm so thankful for that, especially given how messy things get. Uh, you mean like your room? Hey, y'all. <laughs> all right, you two, cut it out. Let's work on this week's memory verse, all right? Our verse for this week is Romans 8:28, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. All right. Say it with me this time. Repeat after me. Romans 8.28 Romans 8.28 And we know that And we know that For those who love God For those who love God All things work together for good All things work together for good For those who are called For those who are called According to His purpose According to His purpose Oh, great job. That's such an important verse. So keep practicing it through the week and hiding God's word in your heart. To close our lesson for today, why don't you pray along with me? Thank you, Lord, for working all things according to your perfect plan. Help us to trust you in all things. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to The Biggest Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible, too. You can visit TheBiggestStory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway. Kids love adventure, from building an imaginary fort in the backyard to searching for buried treasure. The anticipation of discovering the unknown fills them with excitement. In Crossways Exploring the Bible Together, David Murray presents a 52-week family worship plan that captures this excitement through brief and accessible daily devotions as families explore the Bible together. Check it out at crossway.org.